1: House. In we're
2: back house. you're listening to Ion real estate i am here with ace one of two our financial genius and andrew lieb i call him our legal eagle myself your real estate uh maven and i have a special guest with us and i know we're gonna do tips and i promise 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 uh but I have a special guest with us who I adore, consider her a friend, and she's probably one of the most talented people I know, and that's Lynn White. Hi, Lynn. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very good, Dottie. Happy
3: holiday season.
2: To you, too. It always comes too quickly. Too quickly, yes. right? I mean, it's like it's here. <laughs> it's yes, here. It's here. But this, It kind of sneaks up every year, doesn't it? Yeah, and I think Thanksgiving was kind of late this year. Um, yeah. But there is really nothing like the city uh, when it comes to traffic that it could take right. me an hour. To, <laughs> it took me Sadly. like an hour to go five blocks. Uh, but I'll tell you the truth. There is nothing like the city for the holidays. It's just beautiful in the stores and the windows.
3: And just, people have smiles on their faces, yes, which is something terrific. that makes other people smile and feel good. And we need it right now,
2: yeah, don't so, we? So so goodness, when I first met you, which was a lot of years ago, you were doing radio well before me. And right. you were on all the time and I admired On W O R by the way. Yeah, so was I. I mean, you know, that's yes. well well, you were on and then uh, you were on all the time. I mean I was I came on later on just for a while and that was a great station. Uh um, yeah. What, what, so you're now, you're, you've, I can't keep track of all the things you're doing. So, well, um, I've been doing
3: broadcasting for most of my life. So, I was a television news anchor at, uh, Fox Local, at WNEW, that's what it was called at the time, and then it morphed into Fox 5, and also at Channel 11, and I did the morning show there, and Good Day New York at Channel 5. And I, Got a real estate license, and I came to work for you for a while. Yes. you. By the, Can I just say this? As somebody who worked with and for you, I have always thought you are brilliant. I mean, the kind of brilliant with real estate and real life that you ought to be running for office somewhere. I mean, you really <laughs> are an icon to a lot of people, but a lot of women in the business because you got to the very top, and not a lot of people get there.
2: Yeah, no, Lynn, and I think that both of us as women, and this is not biased to women, I do believe that it's one thing, you know, doing real estate, and obviously that's a skill and negotiating and all of that, but it's another thing to build your own business and to build your that's name, right. as you did, to build your brand. And I do and believe- you did by running a whole company. Yeah. I mean, and really
3: expanding it beyond belief. Yeah.
2: And I really do think it's about brands. I mean, I always say to people, "Look, you could be the best. Uh, you could be the best singer in the world." Like I used to work when I was in college. For at that time, they had actually LPs and forty-five records. Okay, I'm sure people don't know what they are today, but and to work in a record store was very cool. People would hang out at record stores all the time, and I would remember that Billboard magazine would have all the top hits. You could have the best voice and the best songs, but if nobody ever played them and you didn't have the right age and you didn't build the brand properly, somebody who might have not had the best, somebody who probably wasn't as talented would be, like, ahead of you. So I also think it's talent, but it's building a brand. And so, and I do, on my internet site, I have a lot of social media. I do, and I talk about it. I speak a lot over, and... I'm certainly, uh, I've had great mentors in my life. And, you know, Lynn, I don't know, you probably have heard this. I sometimes hear, well, women are not nice to other women. and They're not great mentors. And I'm like, well, I'm sure there's some not. I'm sure there's some that aren't. But I found great women like Lynn, who was on radio, on television, had a wealth of more knowledge than me about that when I started. I was in the real estate business. As I said, I, I never did radio or television at that time. And she was a mentor to me. So mm-hmm. I just think you've always been a mentor also. So
3: Oh, that is sweet. Right now what we're doing, um, I partnered up with a friend of my longtime broadcaster, Judy Licht, and another woman named Gina Cerrito. And we're doing something called The News Broads. You can look it up, thenewsbroads.com. And what it is is it's a podcast. We blog and do other things, about all things media, because the media is so embattled lately. And it's about where we are, how did we get here, how do we save it, how do we fix it. And we've had some great guests from um, uh, yesterday. We actually did a podcast that's coming out next week with a former head of CBS, Andrew Hayward, who's trying to save local news, which is something that um, a lot of markets around the country are having issues with. So, He's a great experimenter, a great teacher, um and he's doing iconic things in that field. And we just you know, we're always looking for our ideas and for people. So um go to our site, if you like what we do, subscribe and send us, you know, your comments. Oh, I I'm
2: definitely gonna do it. Oh, give us great. the site we again need to have and, have we'll post it, and we'll you on at some point. We'll post it. What's the site, okay. Lynn? Give it to all of our, our Give the us news all broads, scene. the news broads, and um Andrew and Ace. You can go yeah, on and know your men. Yeah.
4: Uh,
5: so men are maybe. allowed on this broad site. I like that, and so I want Lynn to know that Ace and I have already, but we've been texting while we're talking, and we're going to join in as men for Dottie running for office. I like that. I oh, think that's I a very good it. idea. I love it. I love it.
6: Yeah.
2: I know. So on I this think, end, but. Um, Go ahead. But I, you know what I was just saying. You know, I'm so fortunate. I think a year or so ago, maybe it was last year or the year before. I don't remember when, but I was very honored and Denise Rich asked me to be honored and speak at the Angel Ball, which is all about her daughter that died. And her daughter had a her daughter was like in her 20s, and she said, "Mom, she said, Mom, promise me, I I need." I promise me that you'll help and you'll still build a foundation to help people and girls and, and boys not have to go through what I had to suffer with. Oh, that's and, amazing. And, and, and Denise said, well, they don't need another organization. We have a million charities. They don't need another one. So her daughter said, Mom, please do it for me. And Denise mm-hmm. then said, I'll do it if you'll help me from above. And when Denise, as a mom, told me that story, I was like, I'm in. And um, so there was an artist, and Mm -hmm. he's young. And he had another great story, which I won't get into now. He's like 30 now. And the the angel ball, the whole decor is all hearts. And he does a display. I'll probably post it soon. I've done it already. It's called The Power of Love. Love it. And it's all hearts and things that people and and, and love and heart everything is hearts really. Mm-hmm. The paintings, the sculptures and they're beautiful. And I absolutely believe that we need a little power of love today. The world is not you know, it's not a nice time and I think we all have to kinda of make a difference. So right. I think that's great. I think that you Yeah, know, it's it's very
3: needed. It, I feel like every time you turn on the the radio in your car or your TV, it, the news is just it. It's so um, it makes you feel bad about us as a country, us as a people, and individuals. I mean, the things that are happening are just so on the ugly side of humanity that you really want to flip that switch. So anything about love and hearts and giving back and about I think people. That should be what's next?
2: Yeah, and you know what, Lynn? I I, I love that you're doing that, and I hope. Besides, because I think a lot of people will will agree. I don't think any any people will not agree with you. But I do think that they don't do anything about it. And I always right. tell my daughter, who's a teacher, I said, you know what? You might not be able to change the world, but you can make a difference in someone's lives, and that's all that we can do. And so, if you if you're out there and you go on that, and you and you help make a difference. Little by little, all of us, it starts to change.
3: But I don't right. want to There's know. a saying, each, each one reach one. And I think that it's a good one, especially at this time of year. And there are so many people out there, maybe you've lost a job or you've gotten a divorce or lost a loved one. It's very hard to go through the holidays, mm-hmm. you, you know, when your heart is heavy like that. And you must have a friend... Yeah, even if that friend lives in a different part of the country, call that person, text that person, write to that person. It'll make a difference.
2: And that's so true. And that's little things, and if we all do that. And I couldn't think of a better time now because I, I'm i tuned out. I can't even watch things anymore. I just can't watch I know. it know. Just, just can't watch
3: Everything's about division. Everything's about hate. Hate the other. You know, we can't survive this way
2: divided we fall, and we are falling. Oh, I know, I know. And you know something, I grew up in a time where, you know, my dad was World War II veteran, and he its like the American flag in America, and you shook hands, and my father would say, you shake someone's hand, that's your word. Exactly. Okay, and there was uh, respect for a teacher. There was respect for office. Like, there was, I mean, people, it's gotten like just, pretty much out of hand so instead of complaining about it i personally will try to make a difference and i am definitely going to go on your site and be part of it and i know that anything that lynn does is successful um and please come back and keep us updated and keep us on it but we'll be on before we're all signing up today
5: i'm on it
6: now Dottie. do you know
1: you're (laughs) on lynn
5: lynn you On your site, you can contact Lynn, I hope everyone knows, and you can subscribe, and I'm on it right now, and I'm already a fan. I subscribed to your site already, and I'm going to get my notices. Thank
3: you so much. Yeah, it's very nice.
5: What everyone needs to do is you scroll down to the bottom, and it says subscribe to our site, and that's how you'll be able to know everything.
2: Lynn, have a happy holiday, okay? And um, right after the New Year's, we have to get together again.
3: Oh, uh, God bless, and come on our podcast. You okay. will make a difference. Thanks, Lynn. <laughs> take, take Happy care. holidays. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Great, great, great. Person. Dottie,
5: that was so cool to have Lynn on. She's uh, If people don't know Lynn, you got to go read on their site. They tell you about these three ladies, and they're m- magnificent, inspirational. And the thing I like the most, Dottie, about your conversation is why not have love?
2: I'm telling you, I, I just... I I just can't say enough. And so I was talking to this artist. He's 32 years old, and I met him at the I met him when I was with the Angel Ball and I was being honored. And I said, "How did you start paint, painting hearts?" And he said to me, "Well, I'm a singer and a writer, um, and I play guitar. And I was depressed." He comes from Argentina, and he I guess came to Miami. And he said, I couldn't find my voice. I couldn't sing, and I couldn't write. He said, so I, I would go to the beach and sit and watch the waves, and I would draw them. And one day I came back, and when I was drawing the waves, they kind of inter- they intercepted, so they ended up looking like hearts. And that's how he started his hearts. And he has sculptures and paintings. He's all over the place. And it's called The Power of Love. And um, he, I just think that that's kind of what we need now. And I think it sounds like maybe hokey, but it's really not. And if everyone shows a little more love, or as Lynn said, you know, contact someone you haven't contacted. You could do it by email. It's so easy now. You could just say, hi, I was thinking of you. I tell my daughter, you know what? You don't even have to call me. Just write, you know, even if you don't mean it. I said, just write. Mom. I like that
5: part. Thinking
2: of you, okay? It's so easy. You don't have to make the call like you did in the years before. Okay?
5: That's great. <laughs> so,
2: okay. so that's the story. And Ace, I know you think of everyone. He's a very thoughtful mean. But I, but I think it means so much. I was telling somebody all day the, the before that. You know, the office that we work with at Douglas Elliman, the main corporate office, there used to be a guy He was an older man, and he he was at the reset when you walked in. He had the biggest smile on his face. He knew everybody's name in the building, and it was a big building. <clears throat> and whenever you saw him, he greeted you when you walked into the office with a big smile, and you had to feel happy.
4: And it was a you know, Daddy, thing. listening to you and Lynn as me and Andrew were texting back and forth, you know, that support and that mentorship, you know, I just want to let every listener know that Dottie is such an inspiration. Oh. You know, she she gave me a chance. She's such a role model. And, you know, with the theme of just giving, you know, there's so many different ways of giving. And during the holidays, you know, I know this is a real estate show, but I just want all of our listeners to know, you know, just give in any way that you can, you know, support anyone that you know is struggling because you never know, what type of difference you can make on one person's life just by giving, right? So
2: you don't know. And it's not money always. I mean, it's like if you have a neighbor, especially if you live in the suburbs. Sometimes when people get older, they get isolated. Um, I recently, for Thanksgiving, uh, took my granddaughter, who's little, but I took her. I, I took her to um, you know where they had needy kids and they were serving Thanksgiving dinner and giving them toys. Because I wanted her to see. I wanted her to get used to it. We we served Thanksgiving dinner last year for the homeless. Uh, I try to make a little, and it's not about, my, it's just making a difference. And, hey, remember that person that you love, that you think about, but you never call. That You, you know how we say, oh, we're going to keep in touch. Even if you just send them a little note, because it's easy today. Like I tell my daughter. Thinking of you for the holidays. Hope you're well. As simple as that. Those little things. Okay, so I don't want to get off on the bandwagon, but I also think at the end of the day, you can't take your money with you. Okay, what you leave behind is who you are. And not that I'm a perfect person, because I'm certainly not, um, but we try. Anyhow, on the holiday, guy tipping, okay? Now, do you ever... I know. I mean, do you want to know... This. know
5: Yes. Okay. Tell me, Dottie. I need to know. It yes. stresses me out so much because I never know what to do. And, and you know, you don't want to be mortified in the building when you run into these people right. in the future. So okay, so me.
2: listen, I'm going to try to breeze through because it because I have a book, so I don't want to do that. And I'm trying to reduce it. And then when I reduce it, I'm going to send it to Andrew and Ace and they can, if they want, post it because – Oh, people always ask this question. I think Rick Underground did it for me at first. That's how some of this is from them. But again, do you have to tip? That's the first question. Do you have to tip? What do you think, guys?
4: Like, I well, think you, you, you have to. If you want Amazon packages, you better tip. Yeah.
5: <laughs> I like that, Ace. If you want your packages.
2: Yeah. They can do some spiteful things. Okay, so yeah. really. But if you don't tip and you're in the city, and you know, I... I, where I live is a is a hotel and a, and half of their condos, so a lot of people that come from out of state don't really tip that much because they don't know this is New York. You better tip, so you t- you should tip. And if you live in a building, staffers tell us they treat non they say they treat non tippers the same. And I'm, you know, but it's just a nice thing to do. When you're thinking about how much you should tip somebody in the building. You know, look at this seniority, the length of time you've lived there. Obviously, if you live there a year, like I tell my friends and all the people that buy apartments in New York that are not from New York City, well, I would give them a good tip right from the front, from the beginning. Uh, but here's the general idea, okay? Super, a resident manager, uh, probably anywhere from 75 to
5: $175. Okay.
2: Doorman. Okay? And the people that handle personal requests, like they line up things for you. Um, again, it could go from ten to $10,000. dollars i say $1,000.
5: Say that again. $1,000?
2: Well, that's the high end. Okay,
5: okay, okay.
2: I think it depends on how long you've lived there. I think, the, you know, the longer you live there, there's going to be a few people that really go above and beyond. Um, I think that how big the building is, you know, um, and how many men. Like if you have, like a, you know, twenty men, you're not going to give them all. Then you have to divide it. That's the
5: true. The handyman.
2: Um, they say between twenty and thirty. I think that's kind of low. If you have a good handyman in your building, I would pay. As I would be giving them like fifty to seventy five. Um, if you never need anybody, then you might want to give them $25, 30 But give them something. What about the garage attendant?
5: Dottie, let's have everyone call us up and tell us what they think at 866-970-9622. It sounds like they're bringing us out on a break.
7: And we are. And the favorite gift package this year is amazing. Listen to this. Order from Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher, a fifth-generation family-owned company. I want to give you the list of what you can order and send to somebody on your Christmas gift list today. Listen to this. Four four six-ounce bacon-wrapped filet mignons. Four savory premium pork chops, four Omaha steak burgers, four perfectly browned potatoes au gratin, four made-from-scratch caramel apple tartlets, an Omaha Steaks signature seasoning packet, and only for you, a free six-piece cutlery set and cutting board, all for $69.99. Can you believe that price? The most tender, most flavorful meats and steaks around Omaha Steaks. That big favorite gift package for only $69.99. Here's how you order it. It's simple. Just go to omahasteaks.com and you type Mike G in the search bar. OmahaSteaks.com. Type Mike G in the search bar. Do it today.
1: Finding the right holiday gift can be so stressful unless you're giving impressive, personalized, and unique gifts to your family, friends, and clients from Pompeii Gift Baskets, a family owned business in New Jersey with a history of inspiring joy with delicious foods and drinks. Pompeii Gift Baskets specialize in providing a wide array of customizable gift baskets featuring luxury wines, champagnes, beer, coffee, tea, decadent snacks, chocolate truffles, cookies, and more. Wine and liquor bottles can even be engraved with a special message, photo, or logo. Basket themes are personalized and can range anywhere from elegant and chic to masculine or sports-themed. Go to PompeiGiftBaskets.com to create your custom order or call Daniela. She'll work within any budget to get your gift just right, down to including kosher options if needed. Delivery is available throughout the U.S. from single baskets or bottles to large corporate orders. To create your custom gift, call Pompeii Gift Baskets at 888-272-0220. That's 888-272-0220. Or visit pompeigiftbaskets.com that's Pompeii, pompei p o m p e i giftbaskets.com
8: relief factor it's real it works it is pain for those ev pain relief for those everyday aches and pains that so many of us suffer why put up with it any longer tens of thousands of the people listening to this radio show to all of our Salem sister shows are getting relief every single day because they've taken the plunge They've spent a whole 1995 on the three-week quick-starter pack, and they have found relief, as have I. My lower back pain issue had plagued me for almost a decade. Nine years, I started taking relief factor. Within two weeks, it was gone and has yet to come back because every morning, every evening... I take those four little capsules of resveratrol, curcumin, and omega-3s, and they work. And that's why people like Dennis Prager, Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, and my good friend Larry Elder take Relief Factor, 2. Just find out for yourself. It's nineteen ninety five dollars Go to relieffactor.com. Order your three-week quick starter pack and find out if it works for you, and then you can be the next success story. ReliefFactor.com.
0: It's I on real estate. Got a question? Call 866 970 9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO Dottie Herman.
2: Okay, we're back and we're talking about tips, and I'm going to give some of the mailman tips, everything, and some of the questions that you guys have sent me. So, one sub person wrote Dottie, my doorman is a jerk, and I never (laughs) see my super. Do I have to tip them? Well, we consulted Brick Underground, and um, they say uh, 600 voters who had bad doormen said they still plan to tip them, uh, but maybe a little less, okay, than they normally would. But they plan to tip them. Um, Dottie, I I tip the new doorman the same. Do I tip? Should I tip the new doorman the same as I would for one who's been there 20 years? Now, there's no right or wrong answer, but my guess is I would probably give the one that was there 20 years more, unless that's what I think, right? Now,
4: Dottie, Dottie, I have a question for you and Andrew, right? And I've always struggled with with this, which is, you know, if I give each person a different amount of tip, do you think they share that information? Somebody asked me
2: that question, and here's what I researched. Most likely, yes. And then I found out, because Brick Brick Underground does a great job with this. They do polls and everything. You're not always, but assume that you'll have to assume that they did it. So you have to be careful about that, okay? Um, And and, and Brick Underground told me that they even, some of them even keep lists to keep track of what people sent them year to year. Uh, But it says, is it okay to answer your question? Somebody wrote, is it okay to tip my favorite doorman more than the rest? And it says, their answer is, it's okay to play favorites like tipping some doorman better than others, depending on how useful they are. I give some of them more. I mean, I give them all money, but there is someone that goes above and beyond. Why shouldn't I? That's how I feel. Um, Should I tip corresponding to the rent I pay or how many people live in my apartment? Um, I don't think so. I think that you don't have to do that. Um, but, you know, I mean, that's the call. What if I had somebody where well, I had a financial setback this year and I can't afford to do as much as I did last year? What should I do? And um, I think that you could just send them a little note and, uh, you know, say, you know, sorry this couldn't be like it was, you know, but, you know, I just want you to know that I appreciate everything you do. You know, Something like that. I mean, but, you know, just give them something. I'm sure they're not going to be mad. I mean, you know. Somebody asked me a question. Are renters expected to tip as much as owners? What do you think?
5: I don't know. Uh, that, that's interesting. I think it depends on the building, no? Yeah.
2: Well, they think, say that. You're rent- yeah, what do you think, Ace?
4: I think whether you're renting, whether you own, you still live in the building, right? And they're still giving you, give, giving you the best service possible, so... I think it really doesn't make a difference whether you own a rent in, in my well
2: opinion. okay, this is just the poll, but they did polls and renters generally tip less and uh, I think that they probably do that because they think they're not going to be there forever, and their mentality is which I don't believe is correct, but said it said renters believe that holiday bonuses are the landlord's responsibility, so I don't agree with that I mean yeah, I don't I think, agree. That if yeah, I'm you, with you, darling. I think that if you have a building and you're a renter and the and the, the doorman or whoever is good to you, you should. I think you should give everyone a little tip. Um, then somebody asked me, what about a dog walker? How much do you tip a dog walker? Now, on the islands, you don't have that many dog walkers in, in Jersey, the suburbs. But in the city, there's dog walkers all over. They say about 25 to $50. Okay. Uh, no, excuse me. Dog walkers, they say one week's pay.
5: Oh, a lot more. A lot more. Wow.
2: UPS deliveries, if it's assigned to a specific address. Now, I don't know. It sounds high. Like, if you get a package in the suburbs at your home, it says 25 to $50 if you have a lot of packages delivered. More if, you know, mail carriers. Does anyone pay the mailman on the suburbs?
5: Like I do. So they, they leave something in your mailbox and they guilt you out of it. So they're like, thank you for, at least mine does. He's, he writes, thank you for a great year. Merry Christmas. So my guilt gives me money.
2: Well, they say you should.
5: Yeah. So I'm doing a good thing.
2: They say, you know, 25 to $50. You should, I always tip the sanitation men. I think you should. Do that, too, if you want some garbage that sometimes you throw out that you shouldn't on the wrong day. Uh, I think
5: that's the most important, Dottie. I have to tell you, I, one year I forgot to tip the <laughs> sanitation and right. it didn't work out for that year. You have to tip the sanitation.
2: You do. And in the city, yeah. it's less important because the buildings probably tip them, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. The individuals don't. But if you live in the suburbs and you have a, garbage, a sanitation pickup at your home, you really should... Uh, go out when they come and give them a tip. Then somebody asked, are checks okay? What do I have to give cash? (laughs) Well, I I would would say,
5: Dottie, yeah, Dottie, Dottie, I just, I don't know their names. So, like, and I don't want to write a check to cash, (laughs) so I give them cash. I hand it to them. I don't know.
2: Well, cash is always preferred, okay? Now, I mean, if you really get stuck and you have no cash, and you have to give it to them, I guess you could give a check, but most of uh, people who want tips, who get tips, would like the cash. Don't forget, as a woman, I tip the nail girls, I tip the hair people, okay? And I read in a book once, and I never forgot it. I don't, you know, use my car that much anymore, I'm in the city, but... I used to tip the guys with, you know, the guys that serviced my car, not a lot. Or I send them a basket. I would send my doctors at least a card or a little basket for the office to share. Now, that's not a big thing, and it's not the amount of money. But it's just a little thing that makes you stand out in your mind. It says, are food or gifts acceptable? Somebody asked this question. Substitute for cash. Uh, they're appreciated, but until college starts accepting cookies for tuition payments of Con Ed, <laughs> or, no. Okay, but like I said, if you're sending it to an office because you do business with an accountant, or, you, you know, or, like, I'll send it to my doctor, I send it so that they can all enjoy it. Uh, do our staff members tell each other how much? That was your question, Ace. It says yep. some do, so be safe, on be on the safe side. And also it says, Ace, Be aware that some staff members keep lists comparing your tip this year to prior years. You should do the same to make sure you're not giving less than you gave previously.
5: Smart. Dottie, I have a good idea, too. I I have something I want to share with you that I do sometimes beyond the money. If you're going to send food. I sometimes don't send it during Christmas and send it the first week of January, and I wish them a Happy New Year. And the reason I do that is they, they get bombarded in these offices with cookies, and they can't differentiate. So I wait for the next year, and I like to send – you know what I send? I send oranges from Florida, and I say, I'm wishing you sunshine on a Happy New Year.
2: Oh, how Nice. Yeah, yeah, like somebody wants like it. my my assistant was like, always send candy. I said, "Don't you dare send candy! Nobody sends candy now." I was like, "Candy, yeah. send something healthy." By the way, do you have a housekeeper or a cleaning person? If you have a cleaning person, you should tip them one to two weeks of pay.
4: Oh, that's a must, Dottie.
2: Okay, one yeah. to two weeks of pay. Cleaning services, so that's not like a housekeeper. Look, a cleaning service is somebody that comes in maybe once a week, once every two weeks. Cleaning services, 15 to 20% throughout the year as a portion of their earnings goes to the cleaning service. If the same crew cleans your apartment each time, a holiday tip, one week's pay at least. If they're the same people. In some buildings, if they have different people come all the time, it would be less because, you know, it's not the same people. What about a full-time nanny?
5: Like, I tip mine. So I have a full-time nanny because, you know, I have a six-month-old. Right. And this is my second kid. So we've, done, we've been through this one before. And I have to tell you, of all the people you've named, the most important person is my nanny.
2: i would imagine
5: (laughs) yeah so like she can have my right arm for the tip if that's what she wants like Um, i can't live without her
2: right so she's but it just says as a rule of thumb and again you have to use your discretion but as a rule of thumb it says one week's pay is the minimum
5: go with minimum there because when when you're sick and you need them you need that nanny
2: no that's the minimum
5: (laughs) yeah minimum
2: okay Two weeks or but two if you can afford it, or one week's pay. You either give them, they suggest really two, they say one week is the minimum. They say, or two weeks pay. And if you don't want to give two weeks pay, then give one week's pay and one week of vacation.
5: That's smart. I like that. I like that one a lot. That's a good idea.
2: So that that doesn't, call, but you know, I mean, you have to figure that out when you can give them the vacation.
5: Yeah, so, you need substitute child care. That's a problem. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> okay, and somebody asked me, Johnny, like, uh, you know, don't believe those cliches that people uh, don't show their houses on the holidays. Because show them.
4: Okay? It's a good time.
2: First of all, we always tell you, who's ever looking through the holidays and looking at pop- properties, whether it's apartments or homes, are serious. I mean, because it's a busy time. People aren't just, whereas in the summer when the weather's nice, there are some people that are just kind of browsing, looking, seeing what's out there. Usually they're serious buyers now. And the same token, they're serious sellers. And there's usually less inventory on the market. So with less inventory, okay, the people that put their homes on the market in the holidays are serious about selling. Interest rates are low. People are in the holiday spirit, and people are usually nicer (laughs) just because it's the holidays. We'll be right back. We'll finish with, uh, you could say, thousands. It's a good time to buy, and we're pretty busy. Okay, we'll be right back after the break, and we'll be continuing with this topic.
6: Something you need to know about Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners. They're on a mission to help as many people as possible to get out of pain. They've been a consistent sponsor of this show. In radio, sponsors come and go. They, even, they may even stay for a year or so, and then they're gone. Not so with Relief Factor. Pete and Seth are consistent year after year. Why? Why? because tens of thousands of people are now taking Relief Factor every day for their back and neck pain, shoulder pain, hip pain, knee pain, etc. And now they're in less or no pain at all. That's the truth. I'd like you to try it. Three-week quick start is just $19.95. In three weeks, you'll know if it works. How's that? Is that a great thing or what? Cancel if it doesn't work. Otherwise, it's the best nineteen ninety-five you will have spent. That's the quick start, relieffactor.com.
0: In an era where it's tough to know which news outlet to trust, at a time where it's difficult to find facts, not just opinion, there is an oasis in the news desert. It's the Cats Round John Katzamatides, the personification of the American dream who built a multi-billion dollar business empire. Talks with some of the nation's top newsmakers every Sunday morning at 8.30 a.m. You won't just hear partisan spin. You'll hear directly from the newsmakers who are shaping the news cycle in the city, the country, and the world. On the CATS Roundtable, you won't just hear about politics. You'll hear about science, business, education, animal rights, and any other topics that you're interested in. Catch the CATS Roundtable every Sunday morning starting at 8.30 right after Morano in the morning on AM 970. The Answer. Single? Struggling with your relationship? Facing divorce? Not sure about yourself anymore? You're not alone. Tune in to Heart Match Me with Eileen Fisher from Elite Connections International for honest and frank talk about what's really going on. Learn the do's and don'ts of dating, relationships, and life. It's Heart Match Me with Eileen Fisher Sunday evenings, starting at five on AM 970. The Answer. He can analyze the 44 muscles in the face, which demonstrates seven core emotions. Happiness, surprise, fear, sadness, anger, disgust, and contempt. More importantly, you cannot fool the nerves in the face with a forced smile or a forced frown. He is Dr. Dan Hill, a facial decoder. Tom Girardi's fascinating guest on this weekend's Champions of Justice. Tune in, Champions of Justice, Sunday mornings at 10, here on AM 970, The Answer. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman.
2: We're back. And, you know, Andrew, I I heard you say something which really disturbed me. You saying that a lot of, you know, because you know I was born on Long Island, I come from Long Island. I mean, I've been in the city the last 20 years, but... Uh, Long Island is very close to my heart. Uh, you said something about that forty percent of Long Island homeowners can't afford their homes.
5: I what? was blown away by this, Dottie. It was in it was in the paper. I was reading this thing, and I I'm, I'm saddened. I think that's the really the word that people are so underwater and over their head. And I I, I don't even know what to tell you. Suffolk County and Nassau County were in the top five, I think in the nation of how bad they were doing. And I think we need to talk about how to help people afford their home. And we were doing it before Um, we were saying, and Ace said so smart, that if the interest rate goes down 1%, you should be refinancing. And that's the best way you can get to affordability. Because when we say affordability, Dottie, what we're talking about is, can you pay the bills every month? And you don't want to be house poor. And what we learned, and just so you know, Nassau County, thirty-seven point two percent of households were overburdened. Like that's that's scary. Wait, we say that's that again. Wrong.
2: Nassau County, thirty-seven
5: point two percent of households were overburdened in housing costs from two
2: thousand thirteen to seventeen. Now you would and- did they have any kind of um, form like. Guidelines of what they consider overburdened—some percentage over what you make—is something like that, or
5: so That's a it's big report. Number. Yeah, huge. It's it's from the state comptroller's office, so I, people could go search more into it. And I'm going to be honest; I didn't study in and out of it, but right. I saw in, in Suffolk County, 39% were overburdened. And I I can tell you, as I'm I'm in my late 30s, and I grew up on Long Island. And I've, I've left from time to time and we have a place in the city and I've been everywhere, but I grew up with these people. And I'm telling you, my friends and my family, people are struggling out there. And what I think you said it before, Dottie, and I want to go back to it. You said we're running around and we have business and we have things going on and we forget to care about, n- number one, ourselves. And I always go back to when I'm on that airplane. you're sitting on the airplane and you're about to take off and they say put the mask on yourself before you help everyone else and i want everyone to remember what he said please look into your bills because you may be just paying too much by not neglect not even thinking about it and the taxes Dottie, you said these taxes you know what you should be doing file so, tax grievance
2: tax grievances we're going to get somebody on the show about that because it, i i have to remember the time suffolk county has to file a certain times nassau the city which hardly ever file there's there's a lot of uh um, yeah taxes have to be you can sometimes you're over assessed and sometimes you're not assessed properly so you should not really we'll tell you we'll have an expert come on the show but I didn't realize that I'm assuming that it's like that all over i don't i don't I, I I'm wondering if you you think it's just a long Island problem or do you think it probably is a suburban i mean in the no, northeast I, the the prices and the taxes are high.
5: So, Dottie, Long Island is particularly high. Again, they're both in the top five in Nassau and Suffolk. But I want to go back to that tax grievance for one second, because I got a question from one of my neighbors recently about it. And I just want to share with you, I don't do tax grievances whatsoever. And there's lots of companies. But what I said to my neighbor is it's free. What does that mean? Most of these companies will only take half of your savings, meaning they'll do it. You don't have to pay them and they'll take half of your savings. So don't be afraid to go talk to a tax grievance company. There's a lot of them out there, and that's called a contingency pricing. And what you should know is that it's not gonna cost you money, and very often you could save hundreds, if not thousands of dollars.
2: Sure, you can, but I just wanna give you the reverse. Okay? Tell me. Because I grew Tell up me. there and uh, Tell me. I know all about social RE, whether it's residential, commercial, uh, sometimes you need to speak with somebody who knows what they're saying because sometimes you're not assessed enough. Okay, That's you did true. improvements, you did these things, or maybe the the owner before you did, and so before you file, okay, you kind of need to. Uh, we will we'll have somebody on. You kind of need to. Please, yeah. You know, we'll have somebody on again. It it especially. Uh, in Long Island, in the city, they're filing. I just read an article in the city. I don't think there's a rhyme or reason on how they tax anybody. They don't. They're trying to make it equitable, but I don't know how they're going to make it equitable. I have no idea where they'd even start. Um, but that's. Well, but you know what? Uh, I know there's even a homeless problem that people don't realize on Long Island. I mean, I, and so if you can do anything, or you. Uh,
5: well, I think it's what you and Lynn were saying. It's one person doing one thing to help one person changes everything. And what we're doing right now is we're trying to bring awareness. Well, and like I we think, always say, you can call us.
2: Uh, could, could I tell you what I'd love to do? Please, please, when the weather please. gets a little nicer, uh, just a little nicer, and the holidays are over because right now everybody's busy, we'll pick some locations in Nassau and Suffolk, and we'll do the show live from there. We have the I equipment. We can come to you. And we'll invite a live audience to come. We'll serve breakfast or something. And then you can – and we can bring all the experts in that we think and have a special show. How about that? And next
5: year with the Santa Clauses, We're going to do it with the Santa Clauses <laughs> in the city next year.
2: Well, then we won't be we wanting to do the show afterward. That's a little part. No. But it's Different so – Different show. It's so funny. It's so funny. Anyhow, I want to give you – now, next week, I'm going to give you really all the predictions. But I'm going to just give you a little bit of what the um, – the Economists Predict for 2020. And Tell I'm going to give it to you next week also. Oh. And these are all... And again, there's not a science to it, but usually they're on... You know, they're close. Well, it says, Economists Predict that 2020 housing market, this is what it has in store. Historically, it a well, low supply and high demand will drive the housing market. Uh, it missed age milestone for the millennials and baby boomers. Right. Historically, low mortgage rates and booming home prices. So they think prices will go up. Growth, wow. inadequate inventory levels, and debates about crumbling affordability is what Andrew Rillies just talked about, a rule the 2019 housing market. Affordability is becoming a problem all over.
5: <clears throat> Everywhere, yeah. It's a, it's a an, major... An- yeah. It's important, Dottie. And you know what it is, is as you keep saying, it's these taxes.
2: Yeah, I, I know. And I could I have a million solutions. I don't think anybody wants to hear them though. But anyhow, um as the new year draws closer with rumors of global recessions, there's no global recession coming, so just take that rumor and throw it in the garbage. It's not happening. Uh and uncertainties. There's uncertainties about the election. We could be on a wild ride for 2020. Well, that might be true. Um, according to six economists interviewed by Inman's 2020 housing market will be strikingly similar to this year. So it's kind of be like a market that this year, they assume, an ace. correct me if I'm wrong, but they're estimating that low mortgage rates will continue to bolster buyer demand. Worsening affordability on the coast will which is we're on the coast, okay? Will push buyers toward the south and Midwest, and the battle between millennials and baby boomers could intensify as inventory shortages continue. And that whole battle means that the baby boomers aren't moving out so quick. They usually move out earlier. Uh, supply and demand. The battle between supply and demand will continue. Um, Ace, they say that they think a 30-year fixed mortgage would be stabilizing at about 3.8. That's their estimate.
4: Oh, the stabilizing, too, darling. In
2: 2020.
4: Sure. What? Yeah. The next 12 months will be stabilized for sure. With the election okay. coming up.
2: But, you know, Chief Economist Lawrence Young said rates could jump as high as 4% for a few weeks next year, but an overall healthy economy coupled with a low recession – Um, risk will keep mortgage rates stable, increasing buyer's housing budgets. And by the way, you do have a lux. I mean, there's a good side of everything. I was paying 15% mortgage interest, and I thought it was a bargain. You guys really don't realize how much that saves you. Um, From 2000 to 18 to 19, mortgage rates dropped. An average of four point five four percent to lows with the three point six percentage <laughs> yeah. range.
4: Well, Dottie, look at how many how many years now on the show that we've been saying that rates are going to go up. They have, and in fact, it's been the inverse, right? So nobody has a crystal ball. But I listen to this: it's stabilized. what Ace has
2: been right. But Ace it's what you've been saying—nearly yeah. that one percent drop, one percent that you're paying less now could arguably boost the buyer's buying power by $30,000. That's That's
5: incredible. Incredible. Yeah. uh, And so, well, you just said buying power, and I think our listeners sometimes forget this because they just look at how much is the taxes, how much is my closing fees. But when you look at how much you're saving on that mortgage, if you're paying less money but you're paying more taxes, you're actually saving money.
2: Right. Now listen to this. You know, they said this year we didn't have many bidding wars. They said we expect next year one in four offers to face bidding wars in 2020, opposed to in 2019, one in 10. So, bidding wars are going to intensify. So, therefore, I tell you, these buyers get out, speak to citizens and ACE, get a pre approval, know what you can afford. Okay, so that when you find the house you love, you can have a good chance of getting it. The bidding wars are going to increase because of the inventory.
5: And they're going to want to see that pre-approval. Yeah, they they want to see that.
2: Right, because then you can say, why do you want to take a risk with somebody who has no pre-approval? You don't even know. I know I have one minute. I'm going to rush this. But it says the battle with the most intense competition will be in the entry-level market as a large share of the millennials will turn 30 in 2020. Overall, bar demand will remain very robust, particularly in that level. And a uh, group of millennials will take more than half of all the mortgages next year. will be millennials. Okay, listen. We'll be back. We'll continue our predictions and what the economists predict next week. Have a safe, wonderful And don't get too stressed. And if you get a chance, go see the ice skaters and the tree. New York's wonderful at this time. We'll be back next week.
4: Eye
0: on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A.